Where lies your hope? Where lies your hope? If you'd like, you could turn to 1 Corinthians 15 and 19, a very short, simple verse. Appreciate all the singers for the varying setting of this service. Appreciate each one of you and all that's here tonight. It's good to see each one of you. We count it a great honor that you would take out time to come and join with us in church and worshiping the Lord, crying out for the hand of the Lord and touch of God in this house. I don't think he's through. I don't really think he's through. He's doing some mighty things, and uh, he's showing us his love, compassion, and willing to touch us, minister to us. God's in the saving business. God's in the healing business. God's in the delivering business. So, if you would, 1 Corinthians 15 and 19. If in this life only we have hope in Christ, we are of all men most miserable. Hallelujah. The, the discussion prior to this dealt with the resurrection. If not, there was a resurrection. Some believed, didn't believe in it. Sadducees didn't believe in angels. They didn't believe in resurrection. And so... Uh, the doctrine that had been taught that there was no resurrection. And finally, Paul, amen, writing and dealing with the Corinth church. And so this particular verse, I just want to use it kind of as a base, kind of as a launching pad. Amen. Where lies your hope tonight? Lord, we love you tonight. We're so thankful for the lives and the hearts that you've touched. We ask you to touch our minds, our hearts and spirit. Help us. Help us deliver tonight what you've placed in our hearts. Help us, God, to deliver it in a way that it can find its mark, it can find its place in the souls and hearts and lives that's made this service, amen, here tonight. Your will could be done in their hearts, our souls, and lives. We ask for nothing but the will of the Lord in the remainder of this service. As you move and operate among us, in Jesus' name we pray. God bless you. You may be seated. Where lies your hope, 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 hope? No doubt tonight, possibly with the pandemic and the life and struggles and the uncertainty of, in the political world and in the world that we're living in, even in the good old United States of America, people are losing hope in one another. People are losing hope in leadership. People are losing hope and feel hopeless. People are facing pandemics and situations and dilemmas. Even the medical fields and medical worlds, amen, if they're not careful, they'll lose hope. Amen. They're waiting their hopes in a vaccine, their hopes in this and their hopes in that. And I'm with them. I'm praying for them. But oh man, I'm telling you tonight, we have a greater hope in the house of the Lord tonight. Amen. But not just in the house of the Lord. I promise you tonight, before this service is over with I promise you he wants to be your hope before you leave this house because it's hope someday man is one of the most powerful energies and one of the most powerful things that can sustain us it's hope amen that if it gets a hold of us if we just won't lose hope hallelujah if we just won't lay it down but if somehow if we got hope brother Barry touched on this without even realizing it amen what those men or ladies amen those in dire need of help when they heard those old helicopters 
years, the hope rose up in them. That's the reason the blood pressure increased. That's the reason the pulse increased. Because hope, hallelujah, was a fountain that dwelled up in that body that was facing a dire need and a dire situation. But don't ever underestimate the power of hope. Hope, amen, will bring us out of dilemmas. Hope will bring us out of deserts. Hope will bring us out of hopeless situations. Hope us, amen, will deliver us from the devil. Hope will deliver us from the powers of the enemy. Thank God for hope. Hope is so powerful. It finds its place. In Paul's writings in the first Corinthians, the 13th chapter, the last verse. And the chapter's really written about charity. But even with that being written about charity, and without charity, amen, without this love, but yet you find hope as the sitter one of the three elements that must abide. Faith. Hope and charity must abide in the world and the time that we're living in tonight. It's somehow, amen, that you can hold on to these three elements and the one that's going to prop both of the other two up. Amen. It's hope that they're going to love me. It's hope that I'm going to see my way through. The reason we struggle sometimes and we, regardless of the odds against us and the elements against us, but we make our way to the house of God or maybe we make our way to a prayer meeting or we make our way to someone, amen, especially under the power and influence of the Holy Ghost because there's hope. Hallelujah. We can feel something and we can and provide some instructions and some guidance at once we get to the house of God. Hallelujah. There's hope in this place that you're not going to find any other place. There's hope in this house. Amen. That's what quickens and, and stirs us up. Even David. And I know he's writing about the Messiah. But yet he found hope for his own body. For his own situation. You can read all the Psalms of 16, but I'm not going to do it for time's sake tonight. But amen, in that ninth verse of this particular setting of scriptures. Therefore, my heart is glad and my glory rejoices. My flesh also shall rest in hope. For thou wilt not leave thy soul in hell. Neither will I suffer thy holy one to see corruption. Thou wilt thou show me the path of life. In thy presence is fullness of joy. At thy right hand there are pleasures for evermore. And so we see even here as he actually talks about the Messiah. And how that his flesh is not going to see corruption. And how that the grave is not going to be able to hold him. Hallelujah. And so that gives you and I hope. And goes right into to what Paul is writing about when he talks about the resurrection hallelujah that if we'd be of all men most miserable if we had hope only in this life but we don't we have it in that one to come and it's that that's laid in the heavens and the hope that's laid in the heavens hallelujah that causes us one day to the next even when it's difficult times and cloudy times and uncertain times and we really don't understand maybe all that's going on around us but we still just keep putting one foot in front of the other we just keep on being faithful to God whenever we don't have money to pay the bills but we pay time anyway because we understand out of that obedience that gives us hope amen if we ever going to get out of financial straight it's by obeying the word of God it's not obeying all the financial plans that the world can give you but it's by obeying the word of God the word of God will do things for you that the man's plan can't never do I tell you the word of God will come to your rescue because you put hope in it hallelujah nothing else and everything else is going to fail you it's the hope you've got in God and the word of God and the promise of God and they'll always come alive because when you put your hope in this God I'm going to tell you, you're never going to have to be confounded or confused or ashamed about it. 
hope. My wife, in that song, in the last few statements she said, the last statements she made, but there's hope in this house. I don't tell them what I'm going to preach. They don't have a clue. <laughs> but we're in the heartbeat of God tonight. And if everybody just hang on for the ride, God's going to help us. God's going to talk to us. He's going to bless us. Amen. The Proverbs puts it this way in 14 and 32. The latter part of that verse says, but the righteous hath hope in his death. That's the reason you and I face death different than others. That's the reason the apostles didn't have no part. He actually struggled whether or not to die or not. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Because he knew in death, departing of the body is the presence with the Lord. He took the sting out of death. Hallelujah. He took the fear in that form and manner. Hallelujah. Out of it. Why? Because I put my hope. I put my confidence. I put my trust often in the Bible, even though it's mentioned, hope alone itself was mentioned some 129 times in your King James Version of the Word of God. Hope. Hope, amen, becomes that third element. It becomes that centerpiece. Hallelujah. That whenever sometimes, hallelujah, you may lose faith, but somehow if you can hold on to hope, you can gain back faith. Hallelujah. Sometimes you may lose love or feel like somebody's quit loving you, but somehow if you can hold on to hope, the love can be brought back. Hallelujah. You can lose things in life, but if you can hold on to hope. Hallelujah. That's a reason, amen, we pursue and, and, and try to attain things. Hallelujah. In life itself, if we're sick in our bodies, we pursue medical help and things of this nature because why? We want to have help and we want to have health. Hallelujah. So we have hope in that. Hallelujah. That's the reason so much it's based upon our world and so much on our government and a lot of people put a lot of confidence and they put a lot of trust in their government. Hallelujah. To send them checks and, get, and do this and do that. But I'm telling you tonight, I'm glad I got one that's greater. Hallelujah. That president. And I'm not downcasting that. You know I'm not. I'm not criticizing that. But I'm telling you I'm glad I got one in my house and one in my life. Amen. That I put my hope in. Hallelujah. To stick closer than a brother. He's a friend. Amen. And to be there. Amen. man, in troubled times. That I promise he's never leaving or forsake me. So in those troubled times I got hope that a God that I love and a God that loves me I can find help and strength and energy when I can't find it no other place. I can find it because I got hope in this God. Paul's writings in 1 Thessalonians 4 and 13 says, But I would not have you to be ignorant, brethren, concerning them which are asleep, that he sorrow not, even as others which have no hope. It's kind of, it's kind of odd. But the very mentioned Brother McCain and Brother Marshall tonight. Hallelujah. Past and gone on. But we can mention them and talk about them. Why? Because we got hope. Amen. Where they're at. Where they're waiting on the other side for you and I. So we don't have to face this. Amen. With dread and hopelessness. No. Hallelujah. We can face it with hope. Hallelujah. Knowing hallelujah, there's coming another day. Hallelujah. That we're going to be called up and joined together with them. That hope of meeting the Lord in the cloud. Amen. Thank God. Hallelujah. For the hope. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. That we can have in Jesus Christ. Again, Paul's writings in Ephesians 2 and 10. He begins to talk about how that you and I are the workmanship, amen, of Jesus Christ and unto good works. He goes on in the 11th verse and he says, Remember that ye being in time past Gentiles in the flesh who are called uncircumcision by that which is called the circumcision of the flesh but made by hands, that at that time ye were without Christ, being aliens, hallelujah, from the commonwealth of Israel and strangers from the covenant of promises, having 
no hope. But I'm glad tonight we walked in a place that we got hope. I'm glad we in house tonight, hallelujah, that we got hope. That regardless of our conditions, regardless of our situations, it doesn't matter how much darkness you're in. It doesn't matter how much depression you're in. It doesn't matter how much sin you're in. It doesn't matter, hallelujah, what kind of dilemmas you're in. What kind of physical problems you're facing tonight. I'm telling you in the house of God, hallelujah, it's done been mentioned in the service. He is a healer of every disease. He's a healer of our minds. He's promised us the renewing of new minds. He will promise, amen, to give deliverance, set us free. It's those, amen, that put their hope. The, 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 the prophet writers, amen, talked about God, amen, we see it and we come up to But you're the hope of Israel. You're the hope of Israel. You're the only one that's going to get us out. You're the only one that's going to show us mercy and grace. Even though you scattered us, it's not going to be by your hand that draws us back and pulls us. God, you're the hope of Israel. So here we are tonight. So we walked in this house. Where lies your hope tonight? What are you putting your hope in? What are you going to depend on? What kind of friend? What kind of financial aid? What kind of government? But then what about salvation? There's only one place to find help and put our hope in. Jeremiah even writes unto us in the 14th chapter. I made a little mention of this particular setting of scriptures Wednesday night. Talking about the famines, talking about the dearth that took place. No doubt the Lord had sent it. In fact, it became such, such a hopeless situation, amen, for the people of Israel at that moment time in Jeremiah's prophecy. He called it black unto the ground, amen. But then he begins, he talks about how the nobles, amen, that's the high ranking. That's the ones, if anybody could get answers, if anybody could find some water, it ought to have been the nobles. And they sent their kids out, hallelujah, to find water, but they come back with emptiness. Hallelujah. They watch and they, he talks about how the donkeys is on the, on the mountainside. And they lifted their heads and sniffing for, for water, but there's nowhere to be found. He talks about how there's no grass. He talks about how the little deer, hallelujah, would, would give birth unto its little one and walk off and leave it because there was no grass. I'm telling you, they was in a fix. They was in a bind. Hallelujah. But on that seventh verse, oh Lord, thou though our iniquities, amen, testify against us, do thou if for thy name's sake for our backslidings are many we have sinned against thee oh the hope of Israel I'm telling you we got ones greater and I, in a sense hallelujah because now through the man called Jesus Christ I believe I mentioned it this morning hallelujah we, there's no greater high priest the Hebrew writer makes it plain unto us there's one amen that's entered to the heavens the forerunner that's entered into the heavens and now that we can penetrate the heavens and the throne room and the tabernacle of the heavens it wasn't a tabernacle that's made by man's hand but this tabernacle is made by God and we got one called the high priest called Jesus Christ hallelujah and so we have hope in him that he's interceding for us right now hallelujah in every situation and every dilemma as he looks down upon us and see every struggle and every situation that we're in he's looking down upon us as his dear little children and the apple of his eye hallelujah and he paid the price and if we'll look up that's it if we'll look up and lift up our voices and put hope in this none other but Jesus Christ to come to our rescue and work on our behalf I'm telling you I don't care what kind of trial you're in tonight. I don't care what kind of dilemma you're in tonight. I don't care how wrapped up you're in the devil, how wrapped up you're in sin. I'm telling you, when you put your hope in Jesus Christ, he's in the business of liberating and delivering, and he can do it in this service tonight. Joy will put it this way. In Joel 3.16. But the Lord would be the hope of his people and the strength of the children 
of Israel. I may lose hope in a lot of things, but I'm not going to lose hope in the church. And I'm not going to lose hope in Jesus Christ. I'm not going to lose hope in the gospel. And I'm not going to lose hope in the Pentecost experience that I've experienced. I know one thing for sure about this true loving God. He loves us and he cares about us. Hallelujah. I don't know what tomorrow holds. But, because, but I can face tomorrow because I got hope in the one that's the author tomorrow. I don't have to worry about pulling in all the worries and the frets of tomorrow. I got today and today is all I need. But I can face tomorrow because he lives. I can face tomorrow because he told me he's overcome the world and he told me to cheer up because he overcome it I have hope in him to make me victorious and overcomer of it I didn't say it would be without struggle and heartache and pains and things of that nature but if I can just hold on to hope hallelujah if I just won't lose hope if I'll hold on like one writer in the Hebrews put it if you just won't lose your confidence hallelujah if you just won't lose your hope hallelujah I'm telling you we live in a world a lot of people give up on people and they get all crossed up with them and all things are like that but I'm going to tell you something. I'm never going to give up. There's some good people in America. There's some good people in this community. There's some people I know they're messed up. But you know what? They need somebody to introduce them to some real hope. Hallelujah. Pull them out of, the, out of that Mary To pull them out of that darkness. Hallelujah. Saying, hey, there's something in this house that gives me hope. That I can walk right, live right, do right. Do what God wants me to do in the world that I'm living in. Paul's writings again in 1 Timothy. One and one, Paul, the apostle of Jesus Christ, commanded of God as our Savior, the Lord. Jesus Christ, which is our hope. Jesus Christ is my hope. That's the reason I can dance. Hallelujah. In the midst of all the heartaches and difficulties and things of that nature, I can find that little bit of joy. I can find that little bit of assurance. Hallelujah. In the dire needs of situations. Hallelujah. I got one, amen, that's walking with me. I mean, it's guiding me and helping me along this journey. And so there's no reason for me to fret and worry I'm not going to be real lengthy but just hang on with me for just a few minutes the power the power of hope the power of believing God's going to see me through God's going to make a way Paul's writings again in Romans 15 chapter amen he's actually writing of the, the prophecy of Isaiah Amen. When he writes in the 13th verse. Now the God of hope. Fill you with all joy. And peace in believing. That he may abound in hope. Though the power. Through the power of the Holy Ghost. You may abound in hope. You know what our journey ought to be, Brother Perry? Hallelujah. Every day we'll live for God. There ought to just be some greater hope. Hallelujah. Greater hope. But you know what? He's just going to deliver me. He's going to work it out. Every time we go into a dilemma, every time we go and face a challenge, hallelujah, we need to go into facing that challenge. This is not going to get me either. Hallelujah. The lion didn't get me. The bear didn't get me. This whole uncircumcised Philistine is not going to get me either. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And so sometimes that's what you and I, we got to just get in that place. Hallelujah. I got faith and charity, but hope. Hope that's holding these two together. Hallelujah. Regardless of the challenge and the circumstance and the situation. I've heard people say, I don't know if I can handle that phone call. I'm going to tell you, if it comes your way and God allows it, I'll tell you he, won't, you, won't, he won't let you do it by yourself unless you choose to do it by yourself. Unless you choose to get crossed up. Unless you choose, amen, to say, I don't have hope in him. He failed me. He didn't do it my way. No. God's going to always work it out. And if you put your hope in him, he'll walk with you. He'll abide and, and help you along this journey. You can look at, the, again, the 50 
15th chapter, the fourth verse, for whatsoever things were written aforetime, they was written for part for our learning. They was written for our example that we might learn from them through patience and comfort of the scriptures that we might have hope. How would you think we'd have to live in this world tonight if we didn't have what we call the Bible? Hallelujah, to lean on and read and study. How would you like to live in Job's day? Hallelujah, some believe, amen, the first one. Hallelujah, before there was ever a law, before there was ever a Moses or Abraham, there was a Job, amen, that believed in God and he had to take on a test and he had to take on a battle. Hallelujah, amen. It's God put him up to it. Hallelujah, it was God's ideal. Here's the biggest problem with that. Job kept wanting to blame God, hallelujah, for what was going on and wanted answers. When all is said and done, amen, it wasn't nothing but the devil. Hallelujah, was dishing it out. God allowed him. God took down the edge. Hallelujah, but what's real important, he'll never leave me nor forsake me. And so I'm going to put my hope in him. Hallelujah, and I can't find strength any other place. When I can't find energy any other place, hallelujah, I'm going to find it in the hope of the promise of the scriptures that God's going to walk with me, that God's going to be with me. Again. Now, um, I'm going to, again in Romans, the fifth chapter. Therefore, being justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. By whom, talking about Jesus, also we have access by faith into this grace. Wherein we stand and rejoice in hope of the glory of God. We rejoice in this hope. If you can just hold on to it. If you'll just cling to it. You'll just put your confidence in it. It's going to bring you through. Watch what he says about this. Not only do we rejoice in this hope for the glory of God. But not only so. But we glory in tribulations also. When's the last time you gloried in tribulation? When's the last time you said that's right bring it on. My hope is anchored. Another place of scripture calls hope is the anchor of the soul. Prayer life is the line that anchors down to the line that goes down to that anchor. That in troubled waters, and even if it's a storm, hallelujah, you anchor down, hallelujah. And this anchor's not going to move, hallelujah. Let tribulations come because what's, what's going to happen is he writes about it in the scriptures here. He says, But we glory in tribulation, also knowing what? That tribulations work in patience, and patience experience, and experience hope, hallelujah. We not all have experienced all of our hope yet, hallelujah. There's even greater experiences and greater opportunities of greater hope, amen, being exposed to us as we walk with Jesus. Jesus Christ and in this pandemic and in the world that we're living in tonight hallelujah what an opportunity hallelujah this place the hope that we got in Jesus Christ that he's going to ride with us that he's going to see us through and he's going to bring us out on the other side hallelujah I'm so thankful for him tonight and we got a hope that we don't have to be ashamed of we don't have to hope amen that we got a question about it hallelujah I'm telling you this hope is going to see us through 2 Thessalonians tells it, a man, an everlasting hope. Mm-hmm. Praise God. Colossians 1 and 5 calls it the hope which is laid up for you in heaven. Anybody looking for heaven? Anybody looking for a glorified body? Are you hoping for one that's better than what you got? I know you think yours is pretty good. Hallelujah, get in that mirror and boy, boy, look at this thing. Man, look at you. God's got one better than that coming. Hallelujah. Hair won't fall out, neither will it turn gray. Praise God, the teeth won't fall out. It won't reach the place where you can hear. 
Hallelujah. You're going to have to worry about weeping and crying. We got some things, amen, to hope for and to look forward to. Amen. As we live for God and give our hearts unto Him and to His compassion and to His mercy. Colossians talks about it. He said, if ye continue in the faith grounded and settled and be not moved away from the hope of the gospel. Hallelujah. Jesus Christ gave us an earnest. I kind of pondered the question you asked the other night. Hallelujah. Ask about the Holy Ghost. I believe if he gave us an earnest of it, the down payment, I believe he'll give us the fullness. Hallelujah. In that glorified body. Hallelujah. It's kind of like buying a house. You give a down payment. And boy, those down payments have got a lot of higher. Amen. Because of house prices. So a lot of time that you're going to buy or build a $300,000 house, you've got to invest somewhere around thirty dollars to $40,000 yourself. Hallelujah. You've got to make the down payment. You've got to make a commitment. And so God, amen, hallelujah, he made a commitment. He gave us a measure of his spirit. But yet, amen, with this measure of the spirit, hallelujah, the hope that we've got and what we have tasted and the places that we have set. Hallelujah, she sung the song. Hallelujah, if I'm going to compare where I've been, but where I'm going. Hallelujah, where I'm going. I got a hope I'm going to a better place. I'm going to a place where there won't be no devil. I'm going to a place where there won't be no sickness. I'm going to a place where there won't be no pain, sorrows, or tears. I got a place laid up so that's the reason I'm going to live this way that's the reason I want to commit myself and not to lose my hope in the gospel I've experienced the hope and the power of the gospel to liberate and deliver my soul thank God for his hope he places inside each and every one of us in this house tonight hallelujah praise God Titus Paul's writing to him said in hope of eternal life Titus 2 and 13, looking for that blessed hope, that glorious appearing of the great God, our Savior, Jesus Christ. Hebrews 6 talks about the full assurance of hope. Hallelujah. That we desire that every one of you should show the same diligence to, to the full assurance of hope. The same diligence. I'm not going to lose it. Hallelujah. I'm going to hold on to it. Hallelujah. That's the reason I'm not going to forsake the church. That's the reason I'm not going to backslide. That's the reason I'm not going to get so crossed up with it that I'm going to quit coming to the house of God. No, I got hope in it. I got hope, amen, of the Holy Ghost filled people. And I got hope, amen, in Jesus Christ. And I got hope in this gospel. And that hope amen when other things else sometimes become shaky I'm not going to let my hope become shaky I'm going to hang on to it as that middle cord amen in the center hallelujah holding the rest of it together I'm going to believe that this God that I'm serving amen is going to help me amen finish this race and come out on the other side hallelujah now you watch some of this sister more y'all can come and get ready I'm not going to preach long here tonight but just watch a few things that took place in the Bible how in the world could there be a man hallelujah in the three and a half years of the, the ministry of Jesus Christ Christ but yet we see time after time how different ones would make their way into Jesus Christ how in the world can a man that laid by a pool of Bethesda for 38 years what made that man want to lay at that pool for 38 years because he had hope that one day hallelujah one day sooner or later if nothing else he could make his way to the pool and step in before everybody else it's hope that held him there for 38 years hallelujah why does people keep coming to the altar and seeking the baptism of the Holy Ghost regardless of how many servers it takes take because there's hope that I'm going to receive it. Hallelujah. What about this one? What about the man? Hallelujah. One day he woke up and he had a boy, amen, that was possessed with the devil. Himself calling him a lunatic. Hallelujah. Himself, amen, realizing he was cast from one extreme to the other, but he had hope in a man by the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. And even when the disciples couldn't help him and the church couldn't help him, he said, but I'm going to make another step toward one. Amen. I got hope in a man called Jesus. Hallelujah. It was hope that drove this man to the man 
man called Jesus. It's hope, amen, that drives us and calls us to keep coming back. It's hope, amen, that the world, amen, that's what they got to have when they come to the house of God. This God can change me. Got to have hope that this God can save me. Got to have hope. Got to tell you something. You got to persuade that world out there. They walk among us. They feel some hope. Maybe I can win. Maybe I can overcome. Drug just had his toll. Devil. You don't think hope's powerful? What's this one? What about the lunatic? Lived in the tombs. Shackled. Busted. Naked. Anybody ought to cook the lie. That old man called that lunatic. Could it be that somewhere in the glimmer of all that darkness and pain and heartache, there was that little glimmer of hope. That little glimmer of hope. Sure enough, on a night that nobody else would be looking, on a night that nobody else would be expecting it, there he is. Up in the tombs and hollering and screaming, cutting himself. Then he began to watch across the sea. It's the rain and the lightning flashing, the thunderings deafening in his ears. It's calling chaos for the church. The church is still doing its best just to do what the master said to do, making our way to the other side because he said to. Then all of a sudden, here comes the one. Called Jesus. You know the story. What about it tonight? All of a sudden he could see that man. It's a lightning but flash. And that's the reason when they come into the harbor. As he run and made his way down off the side of that mountain. And down through those streets. And fell at the feet of the one called Jesus. It was hope of deliverance. Being set free and being made whole. <laughs> oh, what a powerful Jesus. What would cause a man, hallelujah, to do such a thing? Hallelujah. He saw hope in one that he had never seen before. He felt hope. <laughs> what about the Cyphernesian woman before the, before the cross? Unqualified. Didn't really even Jesus. You know the story how the disciples. Man, get her, get her, get her, tell her to go, tell her to leave. Even he wouldn't respond to start with, but when, but hey, bread. It's for the children. Can I cast it to the dogs? But she had hope. She had hope. But even the dogs eat the crumbs from the master's table. And that little glimmer of hope. Led right to a place called, having seen such great faith. <laughs> Hallelujah. And now he reaches around Calvary. And he tells her, within the hour, your daughter's delivered from a vexing from the devil. And on the point of dying. How in the world could a Jewish leader. Hallelujah. That's, that one writer puts it that his daughter's already dead. Another writer puts it by the time he gets to Jesus. Somebody's walking up behind him telling him, don't bother the master, she's dead. 
hope. See, you can have hope in Him when you can't have it in nothing else. When you don't have any hope in the doctor, you can still turn to Him. When you don't have any hope in the banker, you can still turn to Him. But more important than all of that, when you feel like you just can't overcome it, you can't defeat it, and the struggle and the battle that you're in, you can have hope in Him. I'm going to lift my voice, I'm going to lift my heart. I'm going to turn my face to him because you're the God, the hope of Israel. And now through Jesus Christ, you're the hope to the Gentiles. And to whosoever will, let him come. They can have hope. As we stand together in this house tonight, praise God. Peter called it a lively hope. I want my, my hope alive. I want to persuade them somehow by the love of God and the grace of God by our actions. The people we encounter. <laughs> now the place Peter says, the reason of the hope that lies in you. Be able to give them that answer. If you read that setting of scriptures, it was dealing with difficulties and struggles. And in the midst of all of that, your response unto evil he says, don't respond evil with evil, railing for railing. So that's telling me that my response to these situations is going to be different than the world. Because there's a hope that lies inside of us. That's the Christ, the hope of glory. And because of that, we can be made overcomers and victorious in this house. They got a song, you begin to sing it. What about it tonight? Maybe you got a dilemma. Maybe you got a situation that you don't feel like maybe, you know, just not a whole lot of hope. But maybe that glimmer tonight. Maybe that little spark, that little, little glimmer of hope can rise up in you tonight. And saying, you know what? I'm going to step out on that preacher's words and hope and make my way to the Lord. Might make my way to the master. I'm going to come and present it unto him. I'm going to lay it at his feet. And I'm going to place it in his hand. Because that's really the only place I got hope anyway. Is in the one called Jesus Christ. To come and be my deliverer. And helper in this house tonight. God bless you as they sing.
service. Let's pray for Brother Smith. Uh, Sister Lisa texted me. We prayed for him Wednesday night. But from all accounts this afternoon, 
he didn't have a major change in the next 24 hours, the doctor's saying he's not going to make it. So let's pray for Brother Smith. He and her both are in the hospital. He's on the ventilator. And so he needs our touch from God. So let's take a moment. Let's lift him up before the Lord tonight. Uh, most of you, if you don't remember who I'm talking about, it's the, the gentleman that got his legs caught the corn picker. He was a preacher. He's, this is the one, the Brother Smith. He's one of us, one of our preachers. So let's, uh, Floyd Smith, yes, Brother Floyd Smith. So uh, let's, let's pray and ask God to just minister to this situation and touch them and uh, just lift them up, okay? Lord, we love you tonight and appreciate you. You're a God that can be touched. You're a God that can be moved. Our faith would not fail us. But with earnestness and sincerity in our minds, our hearts and spirits, with true humbleness, as we depend on you, God, to reach down, touch Brother Smith and Sister Smith, lift them up, bless them, give them, God, life. Help them, God, to live, to live as you reach down in such a very powerful and mighty way for the magnifying of your name, the upbuilding of your kingdom. All the praise and glory and honor is going to be lifted to you. You're the healer. You're the provider. You're the way maker. Our confidence is in you. Our faith is in you. We're going to give you all the glory and praise and honor for it in the precious name of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ we pray praise God praise God so let's continue to pray for this situation it is a, a serious situation and it's became even more serious and God's been good to us and uh, uh, we want to share that that blessing and favor by praying and, and lifting up others in this time and hour in their lives and so Let's continue to pray for him. Okay? All right. Lord bless you. You may be seated. Any birthdays? Brother Tony. All right. Sister Deanna, that's right. All right. Praise God. Anyone else? Let's sing happy birthday to Brother Tony and Sister Deanna. a good hand tonight. Lord bless them. Anniversaries. Any anniversaries? All right. Not love you. Appreciate you. Tithe and offerings. Let's don't forget. Okay. Building fun tonight. God bless you.